Oh, Steve and Larson! Don't you dare be sour. Clap for yourselves and feel the power. Yes. And all you people out there, you're watching Going In Raw with Steve Larson. <laughs> hey, Brendo, Steve here. And Lars. And welcome back to Going In Raw, the only pro wrestling podcast you need to be listening to right here at youtube.com forward slash Steve and Larson. Available where podcasts can be found. And of course, taped live at the Twitch at twitch.tv forward slash Steve and Larson. This Sunday, very exciting stuff. The Royal Rumble, five months old. Larson, just get, no, four months old. Uh, uh, getting around to those less than four months, actually <laughs> minus 10 days. Apologies. A week, about a week. Larson's doing his movie marathon punishment well, for the Royal Rumble. In, in my defense, I did dump a glass of wine on my laptop and that kind of slowed things down a little bit. Granted, you know, we're old. So, we have shivery hands, shaky hands. Sometimes that happens. Sometimes I just do this apparently around this area and knock stuff over. Nonetheless, happening Sunday, 7 p.m. Pacific, 10 p.m. Eastern. I made a really bad uh, uh, thumbnail type thing. I'm going to post on Twitter tomorrow morning. Uh, it's going down uh, at our Twitch. Again, 7 p.m. Pacific, 10 p.m. Eastern. Watching General Commander. Yeah, starring. Even Steven Seagal movie. Yeah. And then Star Trek, the motion picture, and Steve might pop in to annoy me. While I'll I come in it. and out. I'll come in and out. I want to yeah. see the part where he says, Decker, I'm just, stop I'm just gonna, competing with me. I'm just going to, if that's the thing, case, I'm just going to like, ban you so i'll have to deal with you coming in and out because i have to adjust stuff and i want to do that oh just keep no just full you just full screen yourself that's what you want to do anyways is just full screen yeah. yourself for these things and then yeah, but, but, but when you pop but in... keep yourself on zoom and then it'll it'll do it'll double screen yeah but then when i double screen it'll it'll mess with the, the thing on the side and like the 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 cropping of everything we'll talk about it but it'll be okay i'll, I'll set it up so that it'll be fine um, no, it's not, it's, it's really not, I'm not talking down to you. It's just, I know what I'm talking about. Uh, so anyways, SmackDown happened tonight. What I thought it started off weird and awkward, uh, yeah. you know, like a first date or something, but then as the night went wore on and, uh, uh, you know, we got to know each other, things went better by the end of home run, Larson. There's my metaphor for you. Okay. Okay. We had the return. Yeah, it was really awkward to start. Yeah, what was, okay, was that just, he, this was my speculation during the show. I have nothing to back this up whatsoever. Vince is owed, right? He's super owed now. And so I wonder if he's sort of recalling stuff from Did maybe. Did forget who the champions were? And so they wrote the show to remind them? Is that <laughs> no, what you're saying? No, no, no. Oh, all right. I'm saying that maybe ages ago when he was at a wrestling show when he was a kid or something in Madison Square Garden. Oh. Maybe they did something similar. You know what I mean? Like, maybe he's just trying weird shit. I think it's a big deal because they had the announcement today. They're going back on the road. And so, uh, oh, cool. Queen of the Ring is here. What's Hello, up, Alex? Alex? What's Hi, going Alex. on? Um, I saw she was uh, tear ranking I saw that. wrestling theme songs. I did not I sort of peep what exactly was top tier, but I mean, really so quick. Is, is Shawn Michaels' theme is top tier. Oh, you know she would put... She's like the big, I didn't think there was a bigger HBK fan than, than you, but then I met Alex. Mm -hmm. 
so that's got to be in there. I mean, come on. Jericho's wall of, Walls of Jericho's got to be uh-huh. in there. I'll uh-huh. be honest. I'd probably put Judas in there at this point. Uh, Steve Austin's got to be in there. Yeah. Uh, anyways, what were we talking about? SmackDown. Hi, Hi, Alex. Thanks for the sub. So I think they're really excited that they're going back on the road. And so they did this celebratory weird champions parade thing. Which would make more sense if it was like if this was a day after WrestleMania. I agree. That'd make a ton of sense. If there is a season premiere of SmackDown. Felt like a season It'd make sense. Or heck, even the first show back on the road. Hey, hey fans. Maybe you haven't really been keeping up with SmackDown television since it's not in front of live crowds. Uh, Here, let's kind of... You can mean like the return of the road you kind of treat as... A season premiere in a way it just seemed like a, a weird awkward place to say here a parade of champions or a parade of title holders you're absolutely correct though didn't this feel more like a smackdown after mania than the smackdown after mania it really uh-huh. did in like several ways you know there was a big return alistair black a big nxt call-up debut rick booge uh is it, is it boogs boogs hard g or soft g I honestly don't know. I thought it used to be Bouge, but I, I thought I heard Boogs. It used to be Bouge. It used to be Bouge, but I think it's yeah. Boogs now. Okay. Yeah. Um, so, so. Uh, he spelled it, yeah. but it really illuminated nothing in terms of how it was pronounced because when he said it, it still sounded like it could be either Boogs or Bouge. <laughs> yeah, because he said B O O G S could be a, a, a hard G or a soft G. Yeah. I don't know. So, <laughs> Soft G. So are people saying it was soft G? Yeah. Okay. I thought it was a hard G. I God, I swear. Anyway. <laughs> Anyways. Um, hold on. Talk a little bit. My dog decided as soon, you know, I we had like a 30-minute pre-show. I saw, Look at I this see her milling back about there. back there. I see her milling about there, back there. What are you doing over there, man? I thought you were just chilling. It no, looks like she, come over. You're she doesn't want to listen about all the SmackDown no, talk. No, she doesn't. No, she doesn't. Anyways, so... Uh, we got the uh, return, in-ring return, kind of, of Alistair Black tonight. He had another one of those video things where I tried to keep up with what he was saying, but at a certain point, I was like, all right, I'll just get the end of it because once he gets to the kind of the the, 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 the point, his thesis, that's kind of the important stuff. Uh, he showed up at the end of the main event, which was really good, um, and then uh, uh, gave Big E a black mask and which allowed Apollo Crews to successfully retain the Intercontinental title. Uh, it's great seeing Alistair back. I like how like the lights went down on the arena, and there was like a, a, a almost like a portal that opened up at the foot of the ramp, it looked like. Raw gate. Kind of, yeah. Raw gate, And man. he walks through it, this like bright l- blue light. Yeah. He walks through it, and he just comes to the ring. He's got a contact, the one eye still selling uh, what happened during the Seth Rollins stuff. Yeah, that was cool. Um, I just want to know why. Why? Why Big E? So, what answer would satisfy you? I, and I don't mean that sounds like I'm I'm calling you out or something. But for but I'm I'm saying you, me, whoever. Is there an is there an answer that's satisfying? So they're saying okay, we're gonna put him in a feud. I, I feel like I, I sort of made this mention in the pre-show. There are we can almost play like a game with it. And I used to do a thing with who would you rather be right now? Like, for example, would you rather be Apollo Crews or Kevin Owens? Well, Apollo Crews has a bright, new, shiny coat of paint. He's got a new heater in uh, Commander Aziz. 
He's got a new accent, which is somewhat polarizing, but I think everybody sort of accepts it now. It's like whatever. He's he's running with it, and he is doing phenomenal work. By the way, I they've given him the work ball. Has been really good. Yes, like all the you know when he he really understands how to cherish that title as a character, you know, and it's like you can see the appreciation he has for being allowed to finally do something. You know, no longer are we saying they should do more with Paula Cruz. Sami Zayn's sort of in that same category. He's killing it right now. Kevin Owens, Cesaro, and I think Big E is on the precipice. And I know Cesaro just came out of a thing with Roman, but he's about to lose a thing with Seth Rollins. And he'll settle back down to like where Kevin Owens is right now. They are not guys with a fresh coat of paint, so they're not going to be featured. Seth Rollins has a drip. He's got the fresh coat of paint. He's on the way up. Last week, his... his suit literally looked like someone splashed paint on it it did this week it was, it was amazing the the, the 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 i think it was like a dia de los Muertos thing yeah yeah uh, just beautiful stuff he's on the way up you can really track who's on the way up and who's on the way you know or stagnating anyways and i feel like big e is potentially stagnating so here's there, i guess that's a way to look at it because you'd think oh, all right they, they pumped a bunch of money into this stuff for alistair they're gonna give him a push which means winning feuds which is entirely possible and probably likely, but I guess you you put Big E in a feud with Alistair. This is going to answer your question as far as the why aspect, but I'll get to that in a second. Um, you put Big E in a feud with Alistair, even if he loses it, to further the idea, I guess, that, that you've mentioned, others have mentioned, that he needs to get more serious. And now he is more serious than he used to be to a degree, but he still comes to the ring. He still gyrates the hips. You know, and so if they really want to keep pushing feud by feud, uh, Big E to kind of lose the goofier aspects of his character or not make him so prominent and have him become more laser focused and more aggressive, more serious, however you want to put it, seems like a program with Alistair could go a long way in terms of accomplishing that. That's probably me being optimistic. I like Big E a lot. Um, I think he, he, he could be a, a world champion at some juncture. Um, but I, as far as the why, I don't know. As far as why Alistair would say, Big E, I'm, I'm coming after you first, I don't know. Well, I don't know. So it's sort of a damned if you do, damned if you don't kind of thing, I feel. Because so you could either have Alistair target Rey Mysterio, which would make a, sense, which would make sense. But you and I have both said we want Alistair nowhere near that old stuff near that stuff from before because it just reeks of it'll remind us where he was before. You know how WWE is when you have a fresh coat of paint, they want to keep that fresh. And well, to a degree, but Alistair's got the contact. I know they're I. still referencing it. Yeah. So it's not like they're, they're trying to distance themselves from that altogether. Yeah. Yeah. The, the reference is still there. We'll see how deep they go with it. And I think that if this was, I don't know. I, I dude, I think that it's it's the kind of thing where WWE views Big E as a guy who is still viewed, you know, as uh he's he's very strongly power ranked, if you will. And so, hey, we need a strong character for Alistair to get his first big win against as this repackaged Alistair Black. Big E is perfect for that, which kind of sucks for Big E because it doesn't mean he's on his way up. Now, I really hope what you're talking about is true. I kind of feel that's more of like an AEW or New Japan type thing where they actually tell some long-term character arcs. They say, hey, big, 
we're going to have you lose to a bunch of high profile guys. And that's going to be your journey to getting back up. And we have solid plans for that. WWE doesn't work that way. They work with moments instead. They don't, but I'd, I'd have, I, I have more do. faith. I have more faith in SmackDown doing that kind of stuff than Raw. That's Raw a good point. Yeah. Never does that. Yeah. And here's the thing. I have tons of faith in Big E himself that even if he ends up stagnant. So let's take Cesaro really quick. And I'm going to say something that maybe some people aren't going to like. I do not connect with Cesaro at all. And I really have never, with the exception of when he's palling around with tag teams, when he's with Sheamus, I feel it because he always has good chemistry and it comes off as genuine. His chemistry with tag teams is always very genuine. When he's trying to connect to a crowd as a solo guy, man, I don't feel it. I really don't. I think the world of him. Big E connects. Totally connects. So a guy like Cesaro, I don't know what to do with that. A guy with Big E, he's not going to lose his personality. It's just a matter of figuring it out. It was kind of the same with Apollo Crews. I actually always connected with that guy in the few times he talked to me, yeah, you know, yeah, not yeah. me, but the audience. Yeah. And they figured it out. It took a while, but they figured it out. Yeah. Big totally. E has got 10 times the charisma of pretty much anybody on the roster. He's a terrifically fun wrestler to watch. They have just not that they they tried to do the half in half out he's he's away from the new day but he's not really away from the new day he's just solo new day guy and he has changed up his promos a little bit to be a little bit more serious and i hope that it's the kind of thing where maybe he takes it upon himself a little bit and he gets a little bit of help from creative down the line and we see that from biggie but right now he's stagnating and Alistair Black, creatively speaking, they've decided is going to take advantage of of you know of, of Big E. And that seems to be the case, but it remain, you know it remains to be seen. Maybe I don't know. I don't know what they're going to do with all this. Maybe they'll they'll kind of make Alistair the Bray Wyatt of SmackDown, if you will, where wins and losses aren't paramount. Is his long term effects on the people he face, faces? You know, mm-hmm. yeah. You know where 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 you know you go back to the Hell in the Cell match, which I know a lot of people didn't like with Seth. But even in, you know, the, 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 the it's been a constant story thing with Bray where someone faces him, they're different afterwards. Yeah. And maybe they'll do something like that with, with Alistair. Or even, it's, you know, in the case of Alistair, it's not so much winning the battle, mm-hmm. it's winning the war. Mm-hmm. Maybe yeah. he could take a couple L's, you know. I'll go back to the Bray's first match against John Cena at WrestleMania, WrestleMania 30. Because that was pretty much what that match was about. Was Bray going to lose the battle to win the war? Mm-hmm. Was he going to lose a match but make John Cena violate his own principles to do it? They had it. They booked it so they had so they had their cake and ate it too. Where Cena did he won and didn't violate his principles. So is Alistair going to be able to bring that out of Big E um, to do something that he normally wouldn't do in an attempt to vanquish Alistair Black? So in the case, yeah, he loses the match, but his overarching goal. He accomplished, you know, it'd be awesome. Wouldn't it be great if they had a thing where Alistair Black, because his whole thing has been about like what his father taught him mm-hmm. and all these lessons and stuff. Wouldn't it be great if he then, you know, t- try to take these unwashed masses he talks about and tries to teach them, you know, in his own like violent way. And well, he's made it very clear that he has no desire to teach anybody anything. <laughs> yeah, He just hates everybody. <laughs> but maybe he sees some value in characters in the superstar ranks. Maybe he's referring to the WWE universe. 
And I'm just saying, like, maybe maybe there's a deeper story where Big E will do something more than just lose at Hell in a Cell. You know what I mean? Yeah, or in yeah, a SmackDown yeah. main event to Aleister Black and then just go on his way, um, cut some promos along the way and, like, people stop caring. You know, it'd be nice if they actually had, like, like with The Fiend, you like you exactly what you said, um, you know, have have Big E, I, you know, have him go back to the, I like the five count stuff. You know, and it's like people kind of remember it, like the people who really pay attention and was watching back then remember it. Mm-hmm. It was a badass gimmick to be yeah, able to put a guy down for five seconds instead of three. That's awesome. You could run with that big time. I'm kind of curious why they never really like he referenced it once. And it's like, man, like give him something new to chew on instead of the New Day stuff. Yeah, but they didn't do that. Um, Anyways, let's just hop into it. Sure. Uh, so, uh, show kicked off with uh, all the SmackDown champions standing on the stage. It's Sonya Deville's in the ring, and she's saying, "Hey, want to welcome you to an extra special episode of SmackDown News broke earlier today. Starting in July, we will leave the Thunderdome, and return to the road." And she says, "Adam Pierce is out scouting possible locations for shows." Uh, so she thought it was right to celebrate SmackDown's parade of champions. She introduces, uh, I believe, first was. Ray and Dom. Yes, Ray, Ray and, and Dom. Dom. And then, then it was Bianca, Italian. then Apollo, then Natalia. So it, it was it was the well, the order. Tamita. Yeah, she didn't yeah, go in the order. Then there, then yeah. Cruz, mm-hmm. and the Cruz stops her and gets a mic from Aziz, and asks Sonya why she would dishonor him. He says he's in a match where the odds are stacked against him. He'll retain his title. He'll be unleashing total destruction on his opponents one by one. They will all fall, and when the dust is settled, he'll once again be victorious. Then she introduces Bianca. I love Bianca. it because after that, Sonya said, okay, well, thank you for that. And you hear him say, you're welcome. You're welcome. Yeah. yeah it's great. <laughs> yeah, his character works really it's good. It's really good. Uh, then she introduces the tribal chief, the head of the table, Roman Reigns, and they play his old theme. Um, and then Paul Heyman walks to the stage, says, how nice, a parade of champs, except it's not a parade of champions. It's a parade of title holders. Says Roman is not a title holder. He's a champion, not just a champion, the champion, not just the champion. He's a preeminent champ in all of WWE, in all of sports entertainment, which is why, why when someone buys a ticket to these coming up, these live events coming up, they will do so knowing that WWE is represented by Roman, who will not be one of the many in the parade of title holders. He will be a, in a parade of champion <laughs> later when Roman wants to do it. He Man. takes his leave and uh, Bailey rolls in the ring. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. 
Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. It says, oh, you're celebrating champions without acknowledging me. I held the title for 380-some days during the Thunderdome era. You should be thanking me for carrying the company, especially (laughs) new boy Dom up there riding your dad's coattails. Oof. Uh, and then she talks some crap about Natalia and Tamina. Mm-hmm. Just says, "What's up, to Apollo Cruz?" <laughs> she gives him a shout out. That was awesome. That was great. That was great. Uh, calls Bianca a cheater. Says you used your braid at Mania. You used it to beat me at Backlash. Uh, tells Sony to strip Bianca the title and give it to her. Uh, Bianca walks down the ring. Says if Bailey wants the title, come take it. Bailey says, "Yeah, I want my rematch, but on my time." And she's about to leave the ring. And then uh, Naya and Shayna attack Belair from behind. Tamina and Natalia run down to make the save. And then they're all taken out by the heels. We go to commercial, of course. What do we get? A six-man tag match. Yeah, Good it was just really, it was an awkward opening guys. segment. Though. I, did, I mean, as you mentioned, it didn't really make a whole lot of sense. It did make a lot of sense. And, and honestly, I don't really like these put-together matches like this. I just, I don't, I don't, I don't know what purpose they serve. So mid match, and the, I mean the the actual action was fine. I mean the match was good. The purpose is just spinning wheels because they want to prolong these feuds for some reason. It it whenever I see stuff like this, it just reminds me of Raw. It's like that's yeah. like ninety percent of Raw is just stuff that's spinning wheels. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, like mid match, Bianca fun splashes. I think it was Bailey and Shayna and tweaks her knee. Tamina comes in for a bit, dominates, but in the end, Italians up tapping out to Shayna. Yeah, yeah, it was a fun match though. Yeah, it was fine. Uh, after that, we had a Big E interview. He says he stands in the ring tonight with dogs. He's not talking about Terriers or Yorkies. He's talking about future Hall of Famers, former world champions. And he could smile because this is what he asked for. He asked to be among the best to prove that he is the best. And said he leaves the building tonight. He'll be the rightful Intercontinental Champion. Uh, I guess we should have saw it coming because right after that, we had an Alistair video. Y- yeah. Um, and I was like, okay, how much money do they put in all's animation? How many more of these are we going to get? I mean, that's at least the thing was, you know, when I was watching this, I was like, okay, cool. Well, they're putting a lot of money into it, so they can't do it every single week. Well, the production uh, of the video stuff is really well done. It's too. really well done. Like, it's shot so well. Um, so, anyways, I, a lot of this was mumbly, but basically, this is what I wrote down. Uh, father's scars are marked on my body. Pain is honest. It's truth. Let's hear it for let's hear it for the misery in which we hide our deepest, darkest sins. Father always said there's an art to being cruel. You live proudly in your cesspool of sins and denial because it's all you are. Uh, it's become your identity, become loathsome and blind. You are sick and dying animals. It's time me to separate the weak from the strong. As Father taught me, it's time to cull the herd. So, and it did feel like a big. You know, uh, 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 the the climax, if you will, of it all did. these videos. It did. So um, it was like, okay, cool. I I, I honestly expected it was like going to say Alistair Black next week or something like that, mm-hmm. because it felt like he was coming pretty soon. And sure enough, but it he was, did. It was it was this week. It was this week. This week. Uh, after that, we got uh, Baron Corbin. Can't call him King anymore because he doesn't have his crown. Versus, I love that Michael Cole was sticking to that. I love that was so. This whole bit was funny to me. 
uh, versus Shinsuke Nakamura. So uh, before the match, Corbin says, hey, I wasn't going to say anything. I was going to let uh, my action do the talking. But prior to the match, they showed a montage of, of Nakamura, you know, going around town, wearing the, the crown, uh, a bunch of pictures and videos from his Instagram. And then Corbin says, well, after seeing that, I can't help myself. Nakamura may call himself the king of strong style, but he's no king. A real king wears very expensive watches, drives Ferraris, <laughs> leads hungry dogs of war, not some fat tabby cat. Because one of the pictures is Nakamura with his cat. Yeah, yeah. Um, says a real king respects the crown, so tonight I'm going to punish Nakamura, grind his face into the canvas with my boot. I'll take back my crown, have it cleaned and polished, and put it back on my head where it belongs. So I what happened next? I Steve? want my king hat back. Oh man! Then we had Rick Bouge, Boogs, come, and he was like, "Who are you?" He's like, "I'm Rick Boogs, B O O G S, and I came to rock with Shinsuke, the real king of SmackDown, Nakamura." And then he starts jamming on the guitar to Shinsuke's theme. Yeah. And Shinsuke comes out and he cuts to McAfee. And he's like all on coal, like doing the air, the air guitar, great. like hitting him with it. Oh, it was abs. It was, I was marking out so hard. It was off the rails. They went to commercial. It was just completely madness. So then, of course, we had King Corbin versus or Baron Corbin versus Shinsuke Nakamura. Uh, Bouge is at ringside the whole time, managing via guitar. Uh, Corbin has the early advantage. Shinsuke goes for a Kinshasa, but ends up eating a big belly-to-back suplex. Corbin hits a deep six for two, and at that point, uh, or certain soon afterwards, Boog starts playing Shin's theme on his guitar. Corbin gets distracted from that, and Shin rolls Corbin up, which, of course, will always take out Baron Corbin. This is kryptonite, man. Mm-hmm. This is kryptonite. Uh, after that, Sonya Deville's backstage on the phone. Jimmy Uso enters her office, says the Usos are going to get back together. And Sonya says, uh, did you check with Jay about that? And Jimmy says, yeah, we're ready. We're ready to do it. And they want the smoke. They want the street profits. Sonya says, well, that's a match you want to build to and promote, so we'll do it next week. And Jimmy's excited. Yeah, man. Wants to smoke. Uh, after that, Roman in his own branded tracksuit comes Great. out. I hope they sell those. I hope are they, they sell those. Are they foreshadowing shop. Walter Imperium versus the Tribal Chief? No, not tracksuit versus tracksuit. Uh, so, yeah, he comes out, but before he has anything to say, we get a quick Kevin, o- Kevin Owens promo. Uh, he says he wants to powerbomb Sammy so hard he doesn't even remember the word conspiracy. If it means giving Big E a big L, uh, he'll walk out a three-time IC champ. I know he probably said something out of Apollo, too. Uh, after that, we had Roman Reigns in a promo. says... I believe myself to be a humble man. That's the first thing he says. He says, I take every opportunity to teach my sons about humility. I don't like to brag on live TV, so I'll take this opportunity to let my special counsel celebrate me. (laughs) Heyman says, I am privileged enough to have a moment here to acknowledge. Sorry, I interrupted. But first thing he says, he goes, Oh, this is a unique surprise. <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's what he said. I forgot to write that down. This is a unique surprise. <laughs> uh, he says, I have a moment here to acknowledge your tribal chief. Undefeated since he got back, scared the fiend away to raw, humanized the monster Braun Strowman, baptized his cousin back into the bloodline, uh, stacked Edge and Daniel Bryan and pinned them at WrestleMania, banished Daniel Bryan. Uh, the backlash against the strongest, most talented member of the roster, Cesaro, 
where your champion Roman Reigns on his own with no help, with no one's help, uh, beat Cesaro at his own game. My tribal chief, it is a career highlight for me to celebrate and acknowledge the preeminent champion in all sports entertainment, Roman Reigns. What else may I do for you, my tribal chief? Yeah, he says, your your whim and wish is my command. I know. <laughs> Bring me my cousin. And so Heyman goes over to comment. Yeah, I love what he does. He always goes over to commentary. He starts yelling at the producer over there to yell to, to hit Jimmy's music. Get him out yeah. here. Hit Jimmy's music. Yeah. Instead, Debbie gets Cesaro's music. His arms in a sling. And his, there's selling, no confidence in his voice whatsoever. It's like just even I was laughing at Roman started laughing. He said, he said, one of my favorite. One of my favorite insults is the word bum. He yeah. said, he said, cut this bum's music. Yeah, it was great. What is he doing out there? Uh, Cesaro said, I was back looking for Seth. Couldn't find him, but I heard this annoying yapping in my ear and realized it was you out here. So uh, Roman asked, what are you going to do? You only got one arm. You want me to break your other arm? And Cesaro says, I'll fight you with no arms and challenges uh, Roman to a match at Hell in a Cell. And right after that challenge was issued, Seth attacks Cesaro from Ooh, behind, brutal. tosses Cesaro into the ring step, stomps on him a little bit, keeps the on at Cesaro. When are you going to learn? When are you going to learn? So Seth leaves. Uh, refs are helping up Cesaro, and Seth runs back out, continues the beat down, and then stomps Cesaro kind of at the foot of the ramp. Yeah. And so refs and producers escort Seth back by the timekeeper's area. And so he's like, all right, I'm fine. I'm fine. Hops the barricade. <laughs> And gives Cesaro another stomp on the corrugated steel. Nobody stopped this dude. It's, it was worse on the steel. Oh, that was that was that was horrific. I was dying laughing. I was like, Cesaro, you got chomped out. Just stay in the back next time. Stay I like this in interview. the back. I like this interview from Seth. He's like, so what happened out there? Oh, this was awesome. And he goes, I don't know. I blacked out out there. I don't know what happened. And then right there, Cesaro is getting uh, rolled past him on a stretcher. And he goes, he loses his mind. He grabs Cesaro by the lapel of his suit and goes, why do you do this to me? Why do you make me this person? When are you going to learn? Seth is on a new, he's he's so good these days. He is I'm so, so happy. I'm damn good. I'm so happy they said, or he just, whatever. Don't take this so seriously. Yeah, I know. I know. It's, it's, it's so much fun. <laughs> I'm fine. I'm fine. I'm not going to do anything. And I, you knew he was going to hop that barricade. You knew he was going to hop that. It was running over there. Stomps his ass. Great. Oh great. man. I'm sorry. I can't, I can't, I can't root for that guy anymore. Uh, for Cesaro. Uh, after that, the dirty dogs came out. Rude says, uh, Dom, don't let that win go to your head. Your dad did all that work. You reaped the benefits. Bring your son to work. A day is over. I prove once and for all that you don't belong here. And then uh, Dom is about to get a clean win over Root. I mean, I mean, I, I wrote down, I said, oh, man, Dom's about to get a clean win over Root. Yes, Alabama Buell, how can I help you, Larson, continue? All right, so, uh, yeah. Dom uh, avoids a, a charge from Bob Root. Bob Root hits the post. Dom hits the 619 in the corner, follows a frog splash to get the W. So the story with Dom is all about, hey, you don't belong. You don't belong. And he just wins every match along the way, essentially. Good job. Well done. Uh, Thank you. Uh, yeah, that 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 rude Dom match. Man, rude was an NXT champion. I know. Champion. And what was, what was the hallmark of his reign as champ? He was a tactician, a strategist. Yeah. Yeah. 
he knew he knew his opponent's weakness. And we saw an opportunity, he struck. Yep. You haven't seen that main roster at all. He's done more spi- smiling when he was a baby face than uh, uh, coming up with sound strategy in the ring. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So after that, we get Jay Uso backstage. Jimmy walks up to him, tells Jay about the match against the Street Profits next week. And Jay's like, why'd you make a match without asking me? And Jimmy goes on. Roman says he doesn't need you. It's not about Roman. It's about us. And Jay just goes, I got to tell Roman about this tag match. I owe him that much. Uh yeah, I feel so bad for Jay here. It's uh it's it's awful. Um He's in a pickle. So we have uh did you I'm sorry, did you get to the part with Roman in his office, right? And no, not yet. Okay, no. so that's that happened next. So Roman's in his office, Jay comes up to him, says, Hey, we have a tag match and Roman's like, Whoa, what do you mean? And he's like, That was Jimmy and Sony, they put it together, I didn't even know about it. And he's like, But since we and Roman says, Who's we? You're being selfish right now. This is we. Everything that we do represents our family. And then Robin hugs him and like whispers something to his ear and walks away. Looks yeah, it seemed annoyed. like it stressed Jay out. Oh my god, Jay's doing such a great job. I know, such a great job. He looked I just. Know. I felt so. I felt for him, man. Mm-hmm. That was awful. Mm-hmm. Uh, after that, we had a Street Profits promo, and uh, they were talking about hearing the Usos crying from all the way where they are at. And Forrest says, "Hey, I know they call this the blue brand, but it's not supposed to be that blue." And Dawkins says, all right, I'm going to disrespect you now. Uh, wonders if Jimmy is going to be able to trust Jay to have his back. Um, he goes on and says, this was actually all really good, too. Um, uh, this is nothing cute about what, about what they're going to do to him next week. And Ford says, it's not paranoia. It's the Street Profits, and they want the smoke. That's a paraphrased version of it, but it was really good. This is one of the best promos they've done in a long time because it was pretty intense. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Uh, after that, we had uh, Sammy at the gorilla position waiting for the match, and uh, Kayla rolls up on him, and he <laughs> he was he was out of it. He freaks out, and uh, she uh, he takes issue with Kayla calling him a former champ, calls her a corporate hack, and he punctuates it by saying the persecution of Sammy Zayn ends tonight. He'll be the champion of the people once again. And then we had our main event. Yeah, boy, what a terrific match! It was really good. This it was, was really so good. Much fun. Um, it's pretty great for the start because Kevin Owens just makes a beeline for Sam Zayn, Sammy Zayn. Mm-hmm. Uh, so Sam. they kind of brawl off to the floor while Big E and Apollo Crews, uh, they're going at it in the ring. Eventually, you know, everybody starts fighting each other. Mm-hmm. Uh, right before a commercial break, uh, Big E hits his apron splash on both Zayn and Crews. He's kind of celebrating on the floor, and then Owens lays him out with a tope. Uh, and then just it's just it's just constant action. Mm-hmm. One point, Sami Zayn misses a Huluva kick. Uh, Owens goes for a stunner. It's, uh, instead, uh, Sami hits the Mishinoku driver, gets a two count there. Sami puts Owens on the top ropes, looking for a superplex. Dude, I love it whenever Kevin Owens does this fisherman buster off the top. It's so oh good. god! I remember the so first great. one he did against yeah. John Cena. I'd never seen anything like that before. Mm-hmm. It's so anyways, good. Apollo Cruz breaks up that pin. He's looking. Uh, Kevin Owens looking for a stunner on Cruz on the apron. However, Cruz counters with a Death Valley driver, and then uh, Big E takes out Cruz with a spear to the floor. And then after that, Big E unleashes a bunch of belly-to-bellies, runs into a boot from Sami Zayn. Owens looks for a pop-up powerbomb on Zayn. Zayn kind of jumps over him, looks for a half-and-half, which he would get later on. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Owens counters with a pump-handle neckbreaker. That gets the two-count, so Owen goes up top. Cruz swipes his feet out from under him. And the Sammy hits 
Apollo with a jawbreaker. Mm-hmm. Um, so Sammy and and uh, Cruz are in the corner, and, Sam, and Cruz is looking for like a capture suplex on Sammy. Mm-hmm. And then Big E comes up from behind him, hits a German suplex on Cruz, which makes Cruz hit the capture suplex on yeah. Sammy. It's pretty damn impressive. That was rad. And pretty much as soon as, as Big E makes contact with the mat, Owens hits him with a frog splash, gets a two count, and then Owens goes on a run. And then Sammy hits him with the first, first half and half suplex. Mm-hmm. Follows the blue thunder bomb that gets the two count. So Sammy goes to the top rope. Cruz grabs his ankle. Sammy fights him off. Uh, Kevin Owens is doling out some super kicks. Hits Cruz the pop up power bomb. He gets a two there. Sammy pulls Owens out of the ring, rams him into the barricade. Uh, Kevin Owens backdrops him into the timekeeper area. Uh, Sammy then pulls Owens off the apron and hits a half and half on the floor. That looked like it sucked. That looked like it sucked in a half, man. Like, it, but honestly, both of these looks really rough. But that one on the floor, my looked goodness, like it sucked. Yeah. So he gets back in the ring. He's running to get, try to hit Cruz with a Haluva kick. Instead, he runs into an Uranagi from Big E, and then Big E hits Cruz with the big ending. Goes for the cover. Aziz pulls Big E out of the ring. Mm-hmm. Tries to lawn dart him into the ring post. However, Big E escapes and rams Aziz in the post. He gets back at the ring, and that's when the lights kind of come down the arena. Yeah. And there's this tunnel of light yeah. that Alistair emerges from. Gets in the ring. Apollo Crews holds on to Biggie's ankle. Alistair hits a black mass. Crews covers Biggie to get the win. Yeah. Just really, really good stuff. Really mm-hmm. good stuff. And the look on, they got a close up on Apollo when he won. And the look on his face, he is so. Like diabolical, you know? Mm-hmm. Like he was just scream laughing. It was awesome. Great. It was so good. That dude's got so much charisma. Mm-hmm. Um, let's go ahead and answer some questions. Uh, we'll start yeah, off on the good. Twitch. I, I just put the Patreon thread up. Very well. Just now. Uh, Robert Channel says, I don't connect with Cesaro either, but we need somebody to be a baby face getting pushed. Um, says anybody at this point, Big E is just there to put heels over now. I don't know if that's exactly the case. But I mean, it's, it, the problem with on SmackDown now is, you know, Roman's going to have that belt for a while. Mm-hmm. So any babyface they build up is just eventually going to get knocked down by Roman. Yeah, not to say that couldn't benefit uh, some people even in defeat to Roman. But there's got to be at least somebody, or if not two people, they might think, all right, this is these are people that potentially could eventually beat Roman for that belt. So we don't want to feed them to Roman too early, essentially, you know, because yeah. then that matchup won't be new or as impactful a second time around. Potentially, you know, the stories be told if you face someone faces Roman once, loses, comes back around, eventually beats them, you know. But. I mean, no, it's 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 a good point. You know, Big E hasn't he he hasn't come across Roman. I get the feeling it wouldn't shock me if. Because, yeah, if you look at the landscape, there's just not a whole lot left. He is one of the – he's probably the biggest name now that Cesaro's done with that hasn't faced him. Mm-hmm. I get the feeling they'll probably have Seth beat Cesaro at, like, Hell in a Cell or something. That's mm-hmm. probably going to be Hell in a Cell. And then it would not shock me if we had Seth versus Roman at, at – uh, I was Summer about Slam. to say Slammiversary, Summer Slammiversary. Um, yeah, at SummerSlam – 
And then I could see after that them doing a brief thing with Big E, but then he'll be dispatched like everybody else is because they're not going to have Roman lose for a very long time. For a while, I know. Yeah, unless they do a weird edge cash-in. But I kind of feel like an, like a cash-in is going to be probably happening over on Raw. I mean, they're they're making a deal of, of Roman being undefeated. Like Paul has said undefeated so many times now that like I just think that's going to be the thing until they figure out what they're going to do, you know? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, Zoe Kinrana, remember that match Rude had with Drew that felt like the old NXT Rude good times? Yeah, yeah. Every once in a while. Uh, yeah, let's every see once here. in a while. Uh, Alex Foster, what should Boog's finisher be? Is there anything you do like with windmill air guitar? Oh, that's good. Like he has punches like this. Yeah, that's good. I like that. I like, like that. gut punches. Uh, night by night, recently your net worth increased 20-fold after Elon Musk tweeted about going into ROM. People Sick. bought hella subs, assuming it was the next big cryptocurrency. With your newfound wealth, you've decided to start a NASCAR team. What SmackDown superstars do you hire as your driver and crew chief? We hire Apollo Cruz. Yeah, that was his rebooked persona in We Book Raw. Was Apollo Cruz? C R U I S E. Correct. Yeah. Cruz. And then Commander Aziz would be his crew chief, obviously. Yeah. Uh, let's see here. Uh, Kenny T. Not a question, but everything Alistair has been talking about, I can see Biggie embodying it with his energy and personality. Maybe. I mean. I think what I was asking in the head of the show was he's going to he's going to he's going to say exactly this. He's going to say, hey, you are what I find offensive, your energy, your positivity. There's nothing to be positive about. Would it be nice for it to go deeper than that? Yeah. Yes. Yes, it would. Is it very it's not fitting with WWE for it not to be? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, that's why I'm like, yeah, that's probably what it's going to be. But you're right. It'd be nice. If there's okay. Something a little more to it. Do this. Do this. Okay. Power rank. Five guys that he could have feuds with given his history. Like there isn't a whole lot of people that have wronged him. In the, what is he going to go after, Humberto Carrillo? And I'm not saying, like, he wronged him. I'm just saying, like, he crossed paths with him. He got wrapped up with Humberto. Ricochet over on Raw. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, we already mentioned Ray and Dom. Oh, here, Buddy Murphy. Yeah. It'd be great if he feuded with Dom and then you say, Dom. <laughs> Where's Dom? Dom. Yeah, I mean, the, the, the problem is, <clears throat> the problem is, there isn't really anybody on because his main roster experience what is he going to do pick a fight with an empty room his main roster experience has not even been that prolific like he hasn't done that much he was no. in a room for literally basically months. a year he had a bunch of jobber matches he had a lot a of bunch. jobber matches yeah had a brief thing with with uh, buddy murphy yeah but yeah, like, you know, we don't, they, they we haven't don't. done anything. So he kind of has to start from scratch yeah, and rebuild a history. You yeah. know, I mean, I, I don't know. But that's I guess that's sort of what I'm getting at is like what history does he have that he could do that? Now, what they could do is 
if he says, hey, this is, you know, you represent positivity, which is what I despise because it's like it's an illusion, you know. And he does more than just has matches, you know, like you like you were saying with the fiend, the fiend does more than just matches. Yeah. yeah. And I'm not saying is is like completely secondary to anything the fiend does. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So like the I feel like that with the fiend the matches are a way for him to communicate on their level, you know? Like he's 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 doing this. So you know, if he could do something else with Biggie, but I just don't know what it would be without immediately thinking of WWE doing awkward comedy. You know what I mean? Like I don't know what it could be. I mean, uh, I don't know either. Uh, look, Alistair Black's thing in that in these segments have come across as semi religious in nature there's some like religious sort of you know imagery that you could interpret the giant book you know the tales etc etc big e his promos often come across like he is preaching yeah maybe there's some ground there that wwe could awkwardly fumble over you know what i mean in 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 better hands maybe if you have gave it to paul Heyman, maybe you'd have something maybe where they could talk it where they could do something it just seems like one of the things where it's like okay there's a what's our stock reason or one of our five stock reasons that we get people into a feud. I know. Yeah. No, I agree. I know. I know. You represent what I don't like. And that, you know, that's, it's so easy to, it's like, okay, well, what specifically? And there, yeah. you know, so I don't know. I, it would be nice if they had something that wasn't corny, that wasn't just wrestling. Um, and, and I don't know what that is. I don't. I don't know either. Don't. I don't either. Uh, Jeremiah P, you guys win the Powerball, and with your riches, you decide to resurrect the Monarchs to bring Sacramento back to being a championship-winning city. Uh, fill these staff position with wrestlers in kayfabe, general manager, assistant GM, two scouts, head of player de- development, yes, and head wait, coach. Wait, that's too much stuff. All right, let's do a GM and a coach. Okay. Uh, well, you got Seth Rollins as your GM. He's the architect. Okay, I'll go with Xavier Woods as GM because he plays GM mode with All right, Tyler Breeze. With Tyler Breeze. Okay, good. Head coach. Good. Can I... Uh, Kenny Omega. Yeah, yeah, that's what I was going to say. Can you all go with uh, CM Punk because his uh, Twitter handle is coach. That's true. Uh, Moses supposes, assuming it's not one of the people in the match tonight, who should... Oh, that's, this is a good point. I hope it's not. Who should Apollo's next challenger be? Boog. Boogs. I don't know what it's. Booge? Boogs? Booge. 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 Is it Booge? What it was before. We're calling Booge. Until I've heard. Otherwise. Okay. Boogs. It's Booge. Booge. I think Nakamura would be a. Oh, that's a good one. Is he going to get permanent uh, uh, ownership of that king? I hope so. Or that crown, rather? I hope so. Oh, not Buddy. Hell in a cell. Match between two of them. would actually be kind of cool. Uh. Yeah, Hell in a Cell. Main event of Hell in a Cell. For the you know what would be cool for a Hell in a Cell match? Hmm. Owens and Zayn. Oh, my God. That would be amazing. That would be great. Ooh, uh, Roderick Strong. Could you imagine if they debuted Roderick Strong in an IC title feud with Apollo Crews, Jonathan? No, who said that? White Brownie said matches. that. Jonathan said Ricky Booby. That's not. That's just Ricky Booby. Jorge D with the trend of 2020 of celebrity endorsed fast food meals. WB is late to the party like always, wants mm. to get on this. WB, of course, picks the tribal chief, Roman Reigns, to get his own celebrity collaboration meal with a restaurant. Each of you choose a restaurant and what the Roman Reigns approved meal will consist of. How did the 
table, tribal chief. I feel like there's something really obvious we're missing with this. I mean, Burger King makes sense in a lot of ways. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. You know? I can't help but think of Roman dressing up as Colonel Sanders. You know, I mean, when you think of like the chicken spread, it's usually, you know, it's not like you're sitting there eating it like other people eat. Like, do people sit There's down at bucket. tables and eat fast food? Yeah, you have the but you have the spread. You the bucket. The spread. You got the, you got, the, you got the styrofoam thing with potatoes, the box biscuits. Yeah, it's, I get it's the spread. You know, you're at a table. You're at a table, long table, perhaps yeah, a family yeah, table. Yeah, yeah, they can sell their family giant forty piece bucket or whatever. Something like that. Disgusting, filthy shovel in your mouth. Denny's. Uh, <laughs> uh, white brownie with dynamite next Friday. What's the plan for next week? Man, dynamite is a nothing burger show. Why don't we do this? Why don't we'll we'll do our SmackDown review? Isn't dynamite at like seven thirty? Oh wait, yeah. no. Is it four thirty our time? Thirty. Yeah, it's on seven or seven thirty our time. Oh okay. I think. Yeah, because it's gonna be live. It's gonna be yeah. live dynamite. Yeah. I don't know. Like, I guess we can keep tabs on it and mention we'll stuff. We'll do our SmackDown recap, and then we'll, I'll, you know, like have it on the TV over here. If anything important happens, we well, it's it. going to be on during SmackDown. No, it's not. It's be on after SmackDown. I thought as we just said. No, SmackDown's from five to seven. And okay, I, I thought it was okay. So it's not seven Eastern; it's seven Pacific. No, no seven our time. Okay. Okay. Cool. Yeah, that's what I was going to suggest. We do like, mm -hmm. you know, we, we do our SmackDown recap. And we sort of keep an eye on. A-W, in case anything mm -hmm. happens. Just in case. Uh, Hip-Hop Hippo, I missed the end of the show. Does Alistair have his old gear back? Or hey, you know what we could do? Pants? Sorry, what? I don't mean to interrupt you. This is what we could do. Have it on during our SmackDown recap. Boy, our recaps don't go two hours, though. No. We can have an elongated uh, pre-show. We mean, can have an elongated pre-show. They don't go two hours, but we usually get done around 9 o'clock when the show would end. We can do our predictions, and if anything of notice happened, I'll just in that, Cody stuff. yeah, yeah, we'll, we'll yeah, we'll, we'll yeah. talk about we got our predictions. Week to, we got a week to to work out the particulars. It's gonna happen. So, uh, hip hop hippo wants to know if Alistair had his old gear back with weird leather pants for the last time he was around. He had the he had the the, the tights on the shorts. He didn't have pants on. Wait, who are we talking about now, Alistair? Yeah, yeah, he he had trunks today. Yes, trunks. Yeah. Uh, assemble show with sub. Thank you. The Spider Dan, based on where Cesaro and Big E are going, is there anyone you see beating Rock before he faces, uh, sorry, Roman, beating Roman before he faces Rock at Media 39? No. The only. Unless he gets cashed in on. That's the only caveat. There's the possibility that somebody cashes in on him. But no. Uh-uh. Uh, Ryan Supernova, how do you see Roman and Seth coexisting on the same brand till they eventually fight? Uh, like right now, Seth is 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 helping out Roman in so much as that he's beaten up Cesaro. Yeah. Once that has ended, and you would assume Seth comes out the winning end of that feud, Seth will then probably turn his sights to getting a universal title. And at that point, Roman's going to have to remind them who's the head of the table. I think what's going to happen is. This wouldn't shock me. So Hell in a Cell, Seth Rollins finally takes care of Cesaro. And then he sets his sights on money in the bank. And because he's going to be so vocal about wanting money in the bank, obviously what comes with that is the opportunity to cash in on Roman mm -hmm. 
therein lies the conflict. Seth won't win Money in the Bank, but he will go to SummerSlam and, and fight Roman there. Uh, Stevens J says if Finn gets called to SmackDown for possible SummerSlam feud with the Tribal Chief, that would be cool. Oh, my God. Uh, does that change Seth and Cesaro or any other existing feuds? No, I don't think it changes much. It just would eventually uh, uh, push whatever feud Roman has with Seth because they'll do, do you, that this year. Do you point. think they're doing Cross versus Finn 2 on TV to get Finn the hell out of there and up to main roster? For Money in the Bank, maybe. It's so, I mean, even when is it, it's what, June 13th? Is that takeover? 12th, yeah. 12th, June 12th, June 12th. June 12th, is, my God. There's a lot happening on June 12th. Same what day as uh, Impact's, Impact Plus pay-per-view. Oh, then it is the 13th. Kenny, Kenny versus Moose. Yes, take, 13th, takeover's sorry. on Sunday then. 13th, okay. 13th so the okay. day after, yeah, sorry. Okay. Sorry, got my dates mixed up. Um. What was I going to say? I forget. All right. Uh, Dr. Lipkin, how great would it be if Jay won the briefcase? Jay is all aboard the bloodline, but eventually Roman goes crazy with paranoia and turns on him. That'd be pretty cool. That'd be, that'd be rad. Gregory Fiella, do you like do you like that Alistair came out for the Intercontinental title match? Would you rather kept him to try to go for the Universal Championship? No, because you're hitting, you're hitting a wall. You're hitting an absolute mm-hmm. wall there. Uh, White Brownie says, according to Meltzer, discussions are taking place about John Cena potentially appearing on the first live show back July 19th. Is this where a potential Mania match build with Roman begins? I could see I could see Roman versus, if they're able to get Cena, pry him away from Hollywood, if they're able to do that, <clears throat> that'd be perfect for, are you kidding me? That'd be great, having Cena this, or Cena in 2022. And then Roman in 2020, I'm sorry, Rock in 2023, because you have the two once-in-a-lifetime guys. Oh, man. Yeah. And then I don't know who beats Roman. If he beats Cena and Rock and, like, maybe Brock somewhere in between, like at the SummerSlam in between, I don't know who beats Roman. I don't know if this person exists yet. (laughs) Carrying Cross. Uh, J Mall gets in the sub to Ryan Supernova. Thank you, J Mall. Uh, uh, Orly says, When will WB call up some women? They're doing the same matches for months now for both Raw and SmackDown. I don't think it was a matter of necessarily calling anybody up, they're just more or less utilizing the same eight. Mm hmm talents across two brands and there's plenty of depth mm-hmm. on both raw and smackdown yeah yeah oh yeah stevens j says i was mid thought about finn and cross being on tv yeah it's weird they're doing it three weeks before a takeover mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. unless the takeover is a weird theme take well, i mean it's what is it in your house right yeah i mean unless like, the title is just cross not going to be there? defended there yeah I'd i know it's weird to, to think the title's not going to be defended uh, thick and rugged with the sub. Thank you. Thick and rugged. I hate that. I just they they talked about the stupid uh brand to brand invitational again tonight. I didn't even think about it. I was like, when Shayna and Nia showed up, I was like, oh, okay, they're in the tag division. The tag. I I understand. I get. I get that the tag titles are cross brand, but the division isn't. I think that's so silly. 
That is absolutely so silly. Like, why wouldn't the division be cross cross division two? Yeah, it should be. Yeah, that's, that's cross brand. Like, they don't have to mention this brand to brand stuff. It's just you know, hey, it makes sense. They lost their Nia titles. Shayna were yeah. champions. They still want the belts. It makes sense for them to show it's up. It's fine. It's fine. Don't give us the 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 like the legalese yeah. justification for it. We can make sense of it. It's super awkward. It is awkward. It's super awkward. Super awkward. Uh, David Matushek, what do you think the crowd size will be for the first stop of WE's return to touring? Will it be That's big or medium without causing spikes in COVID cases? I mean, I haven't heard of any super spreader events since the vaccination rollout, um, whether it's they're, they're just not being publicized or like nobody's really talked about if, you know, I mean, I know Mania was open air and the, the, the odds of chancing in an open or of catching it in an open air, transmitting in open air is really, really slim. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think it's going to be packed. I think they're going to pack it. I think they're going to fill it. Do the best they can. Yeah, whatever. I mean, I don't think there's going to be any capacity restriction because you're in Texas. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, they'll, they'll, tr- they'll sell as many tickets as, as they're allowed to sell. I mean, they are going to – they're trying – yeah, they're trying to – I mean, I mean I think Ma- McAfee Cole, was having an orgasm night saying, there's going to be fans here, there's going to be fans here, there's going to be fans here. And I think Michael Cole says we're looking to, you know, run something about the full, uh, full building or something like that. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. Yeah. So we'll see how it goes. Anyways, that's going to do it for us. Thanks, everybody, for tuning in. Twitch chat, stick around. We'll be here for a little while. Until next time, we'll talk to you later. Goodbye. Help support Going In Raw today by becoming a Friendo Club TV member. You'll get access to new bonus episodes every week, including Friendo Club Arcade, Live Power Rank, Vintage 10 for the Wins, and Ask Steven Larson. Get access to Friendo Club TV today by becoming a $5 and up patron at patreon.com forward slash Steven Larson, by throwing us a sub at twitch.tv forward slash Steven Larson, or by clicking join at youtube.com forward slash Steven Larson.